genuine disclaimer this time. Seriously, um, this episode, just the most intense content warnings that you can think of. Uh, okay, so spoiler for one of the segments is I read people a fan fiction that I'd found. Turns out that fan fiction is extremely not safe for work and not safe for life. It's horrifying, like, in a really, really bad way. So just really be warned. There's a lot of trigger warnings and serious, serious, just all the possible content warnings, okay? Just all of them. It's really horrible, not a joke. Okay, enjoy the episode. Hey there, could I interest you in some content? Because you're looking like you're needing some fresh off the press And this might be the best of the best with two guests Can you guess what we're doing today? Because I can't say this is only presumably content Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Content, presumably a podcast Now I've got some returning guests this time uh, our first guest, Rory M. Spence, wowed his fans when he revealed that the M stands for the letter N. How you doing, Rory? Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, that one confused people because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But uh, mm. if you brass neck things like this well enough, you can get away with it. <laughs> uh, our second guest today invented the metric system as a joke and thinks it's hilarious how much <laughs> it's taken off. It's Andy from the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. How are you doing? I'm good, but you've got your fact a little bit wrong. I invented Metro Station, the band. <laughs> <laughs> and it was surprised really? it took off. And you off. think it's hilarious that it took off at yeah. all? <laughs> like, who would have thought Mighty Cyrus's brother in a band would work? But this is what I'm here to do. I love this. There's a great interview with him where he's like, man, the world's really out to get you when you're a celebrity. And I just think that's a really funny line. Yeah, him. particularly because he's the fourth most famous Cyrus fan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that story he started with. There's a great interview with him. <laughs> I just because he was like, I I, I was travelling back into England and I get pulled over by security and they're like mad at me just because I'm like flouting common airport rules. Man, it's so hard when you're famous. Everybody's out to get you. You can't smuggle oh, yeah. drugs when you're famous. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can't <laughs> drop bombs into bins at an airport if you're famous. <laughs> you can't kick the sniffer dogs if you're famous. <laughs> Our third guest. You can't take box cutters onto a plane if you're famous. <laughs> you can't down a plane if stuff. you're famous. <laughs> no, no, no one went for like the easy, like, you can't bring more than three ounces of face wash if you're famous. Everyone went straight for the bombs and the drugs and the guns. He's a rock star, he's not interested in face wash. Also, have you seen him? They all look real scruffy little. <laughs> you got so excited to do such a shit joke. My old man character, old man Andy, is my new sketch what show. What the fuck was that? It's my new sketch show character. <laughs> He's the old man who doesn't understand you. The worst thing is, is that I saw it happen in front of my eyes, and I was like, "This is going nowhere," and he knows it. You got I could tell. I couldn't tell from the sound if it was like a certain thing where Andy set out to say the words that happened or if he got halfway through that yeah, panic. And that's the worst the thing, happened. is that I watched it and I still don't know. <laughs> it's the panic. Cool. <laughs> like, I don't have enough confidence in my characters, that's why my sketch show always fails. <laughs> Our third guest today... <laughs> I forgot you haven't been <laughs> Yeah, we haven't finished. Is, uh, they know me authored, already. 
is a controversial figure who authored the book People with Allergies Should Just Stop Faking It. It's Alex from the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. Yeah, I mean, look, we're weaker as a people now than we were 40 years ago because we don't just roll around in dirt all day. That's what made us good in the first place. And now everyone can't stand gluten. I mean, (laughs) come on. If if you eat a bit of mud, you're fine with gluten. You can eat bread all you like. (laughs) And, of course, we all know that bloating was only invented by dietitians in the early 2000s. That's my controversial (laughs) follow-up. There's a chapter of that in his book I really recommend. I'm I'm still working on the the final draft of that one, but I think it's going to, well, it'll either sell a lot or, you know, I'll be murdered. By some murdered. bloated people. Option two. Option murdered two. by big allergy TM. Yeah, yeah. They've been lobbying against me. They know that I'm dangerous. <laughs> so, the last time I had these three people on, we read a Sonic the Hedgehog Harry Potter cross Harry Potter crossover fan fiction, mm. and uh, it was a real experience. So I decided <laughs> to have them back to have a look at some other Sonic crossover fan fiction because for some reason. Sonic is who people go to when they just want to make terrible things. It's because of all the rich, in-depth characters in there. Exactly. There is a a universe that I was not really aware of before you read that story last time (laughs) that surrounds the Sonic characters. Because in my head it was sort of Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and then Eggman slash uh, Robotnik. Yes. And then all of a sudden you bring in a Mina Mongoose character and I'm thinking... Ah, so we're not limited to woodland creatures and an echidna, and yeah. also a fat ginger man who sort of sits in a robot floaty thing. Well, since we last recorded as well, uh, there's been the poster for the new Sonic movie, and they haven't released a trailer at this point in time. Which makes me think Mina Mongoose could still appear in that movie. <laughs> we're not in... interested in whether or not Mina appears. It's Isabella we want to know. Isabella. <laughs> Isabella or we riot. Do we think that actually the rest of the Sonic gang are going to appear in that film or is it just going to be Sonic? Uh, yeah, they're going to have to put... You can't, put Knuckles? you can't make a Sonic movie and not put Knuckles and Tails in like, there. Like, it's, a, it's an open goal. They've shown that You've they can't put a realistic Sonic because his, his dimensions seem all off but Knuckles already looks off. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, how far do they go with it? Because the weird, like the whole thing about Knuckles is that he's buff and strong in hell, but he doesn't look very strong in the no, thing. And no, if they're no. going to bring him over to a universe where this makes sense, they're going to have to make him like jacked as hell. I want, I want Dave Batista to play him. Yeah, but he's played by like a WWE. Wrestler. Is Dave Batista painted red? <laughs> <laughs> Big fists. That's with, what I with, remember about Knuckles. With a yeah, bad like dreads wig. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd see that movie. And he's all like, I'd oh, Knuckles and stuff. Movie. I don't even want Sonic in that movie. <laughs> just Knuckles the movie. Yeah. I'm I excited guess. for the Knuckles spin-off. I go see Sonic Knuckles so well, it, it launches a new multiverse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I found one story, and it was so unreadable that I decided to get a backup, and I just kept looking for things, and I found four different things that are all <laughs> terrible. So I'm just going to... I'm going to read you... Well, I'm going to tell you briefly what they are Mm. um and we can decide where to go from there okay so one of them is literally just the opening scene to the phantom menace (laughs) but instead of qui-gon and (laughs) obi-wan it's two 
deep cuts into the Sonic game. It's like it's like Charlie Hedgehog from the Acorn War and someone else. Oh, the Acorn okay. War. That's right. Me and Mongoose is dad fighting. Yeah. That's Tragically lost his arm. <laughs> Because I think it's probably been run through Google Translate nine times. Like, it's nonsense. Okay. Um, that's one of them. The other one's called Sonic and SpongeBob's Great Big Journey, and it's one paragraph long. Oh. What the other one is called Sonic Loves Hitler and Hamsters. What? It's called Sonic Loves Hitler and Hamsters. It's put down as a crossover <laughs> with Schindler's List. Um, Which I guess it is. It's not, it's not so much... It's more just erotic fan fiction with Hitler. I know where my favourite is. It's really strange. And the other one is fictional celebrity Jeopardy, in which Sonic is a contestant on Jeopardy, along (laughs) with um, Peter Griffin. Mm. (laughs) So They're all fictional characters. Mm. It's Sonic, Peter Griffin, Patrick Starr, and for some reason, Sean Connery. Of course, because because the SNL skit. I don't know, maybe. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to think that that's why, but maybe they were just like, do you know what this is missing? Some Sean Connery. Uh, So, yeah, which one of those four sparks your fancy? Uh, Does any of them feature Sticks the Badger? Have you been searching Sonic Deep Cuts? Yeah, she looks kind of cool. You look She's so got happy a boomerang. Right, are we gonna? Are we just gonna spend another episode <laughs> sexualizing Sonic the Hedgehog? Hey, I said she looks cool. I didn't say I want to, you know, get with her. Show me, tell me. Show you, tell you. Uh, this is Sticks the Badger. All right, I'm looking up Sticks the Badger. Why is her head Who so I'd wide? Also, never uh, fucking heard of. No, uh, she does look cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I think she's pretty funky, huh? She's got a boomerang. Yeah, and boomerangs are pretty cool. I mean, obviously, we all remember her first appearance in Sonic Boom Number One. <laughs> My favorite. How final... long running is Sonic Boom? Well, it says here her final appearance was in Sticks the Badger's Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was true. Unfortunately. Oh no! I fully believed you. I was so. <laughs> Because that's the kind of shit you would find on Sonic Wiki. Oh my god. Well, last time we did this, we found some dark shit. Yeah. So, I wouldn't even be that surprised. Oh man, she's... uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm happy with any of these stories. But next time we do this podcast, I'm just going to do a lecture on Sticks the Badger (laughs) and her appearances for different sports teams. Fully, I will book you in for that after this. Um... Uh, any any votes, guys? Hitler or Jeopardy? Yeah, one. I think I think Hitler or Jeopardy is. I want to go. A, it's the name of my new TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and B, I'm going to isolate the audio of you saying I'm going to go Hitler. <laughs> yeah, I want to go Hitler. Yes. <laughs> you uh, sold it as erotic fan fiction, so how could we... it starts so innocuously? As Good. Well. That's how like... the last one starts, and then that one got very weird. <laughs> um. Alright, this is Sonic Loves Hitler and Hamsters by Sonic XXX Horny Dog. I made a point of not naming the author last time because, you know, we were just mocking their work, but I, I feel like it's okay. But this time we're going to treat it with time. respect. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's Horny it's Dog this. needs needs recognition. 
Hey, Sonic, can we get a hamster? Hitler always wanted one, but his roommate, Sonic, never thought that they would look after it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to stop you already. This is the opening line. That is the opening there line. There is yeah. so much backstory crammed into that. <laughs> Hitler always wanted one. It's rich. It's... He's got a roommate. It's, it's Hemingway writing. Get as much info in one line as you can. Yeah. Grab the audience's attention in the first line. Oh, yeah. Again. Oh, if I read that sentence, I'm not putting this book, yes, I've called it a book, down. I think they call it a tome. Uh, Sorry, I'll, proceed, I'm going to yeah. favourite this right now, and hopefully it'll let us know if there's ever a chapter that comes up after Please this. Please do. Yeah. I'm sure we're going to want continuation to this story. Anyway. Hitler, we've talked about this. You wouldn't look after it properly. You can hardly look after yourself, Sonic retorted. <laughs> or anyone who is different. <laughs> I like the fact that he refers to him by his surname like a footballer. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't it call wasn't... him Adolf. They're not matey. No. <laughs> well, just you wait. It wasn't really in an angry way, but he never even took into account that Hitler was older than him, and Hitler lived by himself before him, so getting a hamster wouldn't be that bad. Hitler decided not to argue. Sonic was stubborn and wouldn't change his mind. Hitler was going into town later on anyway. Where's the punctuation? (laughs) Hitler was going into town later on anyway. Just running errands, because that's what Hitler does. He had to to go sell some art. I haven't finished that sentence. It's a set before... Before I don't know. Of I, I don't the know. first line doesn't say his it death, was, perhaps. <laughs> it doesn't go. The year was 1926, and Hitler always wanted a hamster. <laughs> yeah, bef- and, and this is the start of the. This is what sets in motion the events of the <laughs> Second World War. And nobody's nobody's concerned. A hedgehog is going to be looking after our hamster, because as we found out last time, the the animals are fairly small. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's so going to raise some problems of... later on when we get to the saucy stuff. Okay. <laughs> the logistics. Oh, I keep forgetting this is erotic fiction. Yeah. Can I, can I point it out really the, comes out of nowhere as well. The first time I appeared on this podcast before we discussed the fan fiction we talked about shoving gerbils up your arse. That was something true, that came yeah. up the first time I was on this it podcast. It all comes full circle, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, Life is, is a funny is way of... <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> bringing, th- bringing things back together anyway so he was going into town comma mm. later on comma anyway so he had to get changed <laughs> Hitler put on his usual skinny jeans and bikini top on oh yes his usual <laughs> oh yes yes famous <laughs> famously Hitler wore skinny jeans and a bikini top yeah hang on when he was living with his hedgehog friend. I think the weirdest bit is the skinny jeans yes. I can understand the bikini top he wants to cover up his nips that's fine <laughs> But skinny jeans with those thighs? I think I just did a new laugh that I've never done before. <laughs> I think that was a laugh that was reserved for that line and that line alone. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think no no human being, realistically, has ever expected to hear those words in that order. <laughs> Hitler finished getting the few pieces of food that Sonic and he needed, and he was heading back to the bus when Hitler walked past the pet shop. He couldn't resist, but we know where this is going. And there he saw a cage with a small, fluffy, black and white hamster in the corner. Oh, don't do it to it. He looked. (laughs) He looked at the price: ten dollars. It was too small and cute to say no to. I think is that cheap for a hamster? I think that's cheap. Is that cheap? It's, a, it's, a, it's an animal. You can get it for $10. It's probably pretty good. Right? <laughs> a lot of times I go back who trades $10 for also, any animal. Where are they living? 
just where Hitler and Sonic what's, a, mid, what's the sort of midway point between Berlin and the movie Green Hill Zone yeah, Maybe they yeah they're living the- in Green Hill Zone that's why there's animals everywhere because they've got Sonic's already gone and beaten all the robots you can get one for free if you just run and grab one <laughs> well, very God, good God no Sonic's here. quick by, enough by ten dollars you mean ten golden rings <laughs> <laughs> Hitler walked out just as his bus arrived Hitler, the weirdest thing about reading this is like, you know who it is because the person hasn't changed but it never changes to he it's just always Hitler Hitler <laughs> Hitler Hitler just to keep reminding you you'll read yeah. a story about Hitler Hitler paid the fare and hopped on Hitler couldn't stop smiling his hamster was one of the best things he'd ever done <laughs> well, well that, uh, yeah, I, I, I won't argue with that that is genuinely true <laughs> <laughs> Or that's what he thought. Hitler got home and shouted out to Sonic, Sonic, come and see what I bought. He bounced into the hallway of the front um, door. Sonic doesn't bounce. He spin well, runs. He the front run. door has its own hallway, by the way. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, too preoccupied with the fact that Sonic is bouncing. That's not his go-to move. Yeah, it's, it's pretty out of character. I bet the rest of this they will be pretty, you know, <laughs> on page for what Sonic normally does. I was oh, going to say what Hitler normally Hitler does, and I think that's been that's been established as being 100% accurate already. Yeah. And I do feel like he would pay for the bus. With yeah. one golden ring. <laughs> I'm trying to work out the going rate in this. Uh, like, I've been sat here thinking, like, I stopped listening for a second, so I was trying to think, right, no Sonic stubbed his toe. Yes. Would all rings fall out of him? And in which case, does he have to always have a supply of rings on him? Because if he stubbed his toe and he didn't, would he just die? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Pretty dark. Okay, carry on. Cool. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Hitler raised the cage with the furry ball curled up in the corner again. The expression on Sonic's face changed from a sweet and innocent smile to sick and twisted one with an evil glint in his eye. I love it. I was completely wrong about saying no to getting one. He sounded genuine. Who has the evil glint in their eye? Sonic. Sonic does. Because if it was Hitler, it would have said, Hitler has an evil glint in his eye. (laughs) He sounded genuine, but there was something about the way Sonic said it that in a way made Hitler feel uneasy. This guy's going to do something unspeakable with the hamster. Let's be honest, they haven't seen Tails in a while, so... (laughs) So Hang on. In this story, is that just is that our it, universe explanation of the fact that Tails hasn't been mentioned yet? Is he's wedged somewhere up Hitler? <laughs> is Sonic the bad guy in a story with him and Hitler? <laughs> like, imagine writing a story and being like the sympathetic character in this. I'm going to make him Hitler. <laughs> And this mascot of childhood innocence is going to be an evil freak. Why is this guy Hitler? There's nothing about him that's There's nothing about Hitler. him that is. It Hitler, could have been yeah. literally any Sorry, dictator. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want Pol Pot and oh. Knuckles having an adventure together next time. So if you're listening, Sonic <laughs> fan, XXX, Horn Dog, whatever, write that. <laughs> that was write so that close. Script. Sonic XXX Horny Dog. dog. Well done. I'm sure, I know you're the biggest fan. You are him. <laughs> yeah, you know, but that's my suit. <laughs> that's how you also do about that sequel, Paul Potter Knuckles. 
<laughs> but it's actually about we'll all be Potts. so shocked now it's when it happens Potts, the original winner of British Got Talent oh, right, okay, yeah. well how about Paul Potts and Paul Pot and Knuckles there we Ooh. go opera <laughs> genocide and Knuckles yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's it called Sonic asked can we call him Shaggy please I wonder I why love that Jesus name. this fucking <laughs> story Ah. <laughs> I feel dirty already. We're, we're, we've barely scraped to the story. Let's not use any terms like scraped. I have a feeling there's going to be some references to that later. <laughs> I've always loved that name. I don't really know why. Sure, Sonic's reply was cold and harsh, and Hitler wondered what was oh. wrong with him. <laughs> Hang on. Hitler, Hitler wondered what was wrong with him? Oh, God. <laughs> Hitler shrugged it off and went into his room. It was only nine o'clock, but Hitler was tired and felt a, and I've felt a bit I've always thought of Hitler having a Hitler, bedtime. <laughs> Hitler pulled the rest of his pink bikini on and slipped into bed, which leads me to believe that he sleeps. So he goes about in his day in skinny jeans and a bikini top, and then he sleeps by putting the rest of the pink bikini on over the top of the skinny jeans and going to bed like that. Ugh. That's how I sleep, the, com- the comfiest pajamas. Yeah. Hitler woke up during the night, his body freezing cold, and he was unable to move. He opened his eyes, and they were wide with shock. Hitler looked down, and he was naked with ropes tying him to a chair. And in the corner was a sinister-looking Sonic that was also naked. How naked is is Sonic already? He does this on a regular basis to Hitler. He's like, oh no, not again! His eyes were wide, but he doesn't seem that surprised that it's happened again. So I scanned through this, thinking it would be a bit more consensual. It's not that oh, consensual, no. as it turns out. Oh, no. Um, Is it okay if it's Hitler being abused? That's the question. <laughs> that's the question I never by thought I would have to answer. I hadn't considered by, that. By anyone, but yes, in this case, by a blue cartoon hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just strapping. Well, Hitler's already strapped in. This is happening. Are we going to change this one to consent, presumably? <laughs> Very good. You could write for the Private uh, Eye magazine. <laughs> Morning, Sleeping Beauty. I was wondering how cold the room had to be for you to wake up. So his wake, so being tied up didn't wake him up, but slowly making the room a bit colder eventually woke Sonic up. How warm is that? How warm is that bikini bottom? (laughs) Well, he's wearing it over the skinny jeans, so yeah, they're snug. That's true. But he's just wearing a bikini top on top. Yes, he's tied by ropes. He's also got bags of peas around him. <laughs> Sonic was oh god. Uh, Sonic's voice sounded so fluffy and innocent, but the words coming out weren't. Sonic was only wearing his fluffy brown commie star hat, as always. Yep, and pulled it off to reveal a small black creature sitting in it. Shaggy, what the fuck was he doing? Hitler thought to himself. Potty mouth. The situation. That's strange because a lot of people say, "What the fuck's he doing about Hitler?" Normally. <laughs> <laughs> the situation was so confusing for Hitler and he was terrified what's Sonic going to do to me Sonic what are you doing why am I tied up why Hitler stopped when Sonic moved towards him Sonic's expression changed from being happy like when Hitler woke up 
to murder us. What? Jesus That's Christ. Anyone would recognise that face? <laughs> I mean, I know that I said this was a Schindler's List crossover, but this is darker than I thought it was when I scanned it. <laughs> I also don't think this is a Schindler's List crossover. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that was just the closest available well, thing on the drop down. You could have chosen literally probably. anything focused on Nazis. But... No, no, because Liam yeah. Neeson saved a load of hamsters <laughs> from Don't this be same scared, fate. Adolf. Oh, okay. We, we've gotten to, to a first, first name basis. Okay. We're going to have some fun with Shaggy. Sonic cackled menacingly and showed off his erect member, <laughs> making Hitler's rod to rise. Okay, so oh, now we're getting good. Fuck now, clearly God. Hitler's into it. Okay. Yay! Come, uh, Hitler's into it. Is it is it too late to go back to another now I'm, story? Now I'm now I'm more comfortable with this somehow. Now Hitler's got an erection. So have I. <laughs> Sonic put the hat down. Shaggy's still sitting in there and faced it with his length. The perfect height to aim into it. What the fuck? Hang is that on! Sentence? Whoa, 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 whoa! Into the hat or the hamster? I do not. Or know. into Hitler? <laughs> Just into it. Into the whole situation. Into the room. <laughs> Sonic, what are you doing? He stormed over to Hitler and gave him a rough kiss. Stormed over. Everything will be okay. I promise. Sonic grabbed a gag from behind Hitler and put it's it. It's not going to be okay. Mouth. It's not going to be okay. I'm making that call now. <laughs> he walked back over to the hat and began to stroke his dick while looking over <laughs> oh, to Hitler. Oh, fuck me. Is it, is, it, is it bad that this story just became infinitely worse with the word dick? Like, why the same member, member and length? It's, I was like, okay. It's I mean, now filthy. It. Now it's filth. Yeah. It was poetic before. <laughs> After a short time, his seed exploded oh, into the hat. Oh, fuck my life. Into the hat? <laughs> into the hat. So the, germ- so the hamster's presumably swimming Oh, no, why is the hamster in there? So he's come into a hat onto a hamster, essentially. He's, con- he's, con- he's come into a hat that was, la- last we checked, containing a hamster called Shaggy. I regret ever knowing this world of fiction exists. <laughs> But he didn't stop there. He, didn't. he kept on going until the hat was filled up to the That's top. That's not how sperm works. <laughs> the, the white liquid was nearly spilling over the top, and the poor hamster was barely able to breathe. It was doing the doggy paddle just to survive. This is waterboarding with cum. And all Hitler could do is sit and watch. Yeah. Like, he couldn't do anything because he's strapped to the bed, but also, does he like it? I guess yes, because he got an erection when he saw Sonic's erection. Oh, God. Sonic grabbed the hamster's head and pushed it down into his own spine. It's not going to be okay. Sonic lied to him. (laughs) After five minutes of his... Five minutes... Of this I'm, I'm drowning a fucking hamster in spunk. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> who is this person? The name Sonic XXX Horny Dog. Who hurt you? The name didn't lie. I know a lot of people say, you know, um, people who become abusers may have been abused before. And clearly, something has happened in Horny Dog's life where I don't know what's happened, but something fucked up happened with his hat. 
Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> anyway, so after five minutes of his sick game, he pulled it back up dead and snapped the hamster's head off. What the fuck? Just for a laugh. <laughs> no, the fact is, is this is an erotic... This is a horror story. This is terrifying. Is it the fact that Hitler's hamster? This is... So you can understand where I was just going through and I was like, reading it, I was like, yeah, it starts off like an idyllic countryside. And later yeah, on, like, cool fucking yeah, with no. the hamster. Misery, but with uh, I was like, this is this is just going to be your average, is- you know, erotic fan fiction. Mm. This is horrible. This is- You're just going to need to put some heavy content warnings on the start of yeah, this one, man. Yeah, like a like usual way. Really like, quick question. Um, does this story end with, basically, you find out that Hitler didn't ever want to write a sequel to Mein Kampf? And <laughs> Sonic there, he breaks his legs against some boards. Right, so it is misery, but with Sonic as the uh, as the Annie Wilkes character. Yes. Well, the last line is what made me think that this was okay. okay ca- carry on then. Hang on, because the last it's... line you just read, which was he snapped his head off. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, the last, oh, the final line, line of, of the play. Uh, spoilers. Of the, play, the final said, line of the as story. If this is high theatre. <laughs> I'm gonna. I would like to save the final line for the okay. end, but I think we might give up on this at some point. So yeah. the last line is, "And every month, Sonic and Hitler buy a hamster." So clearly, <laughs> this is a good experience for all of them, uh, well, except for the hamster who's just had yeah. his fucking head snapped off. Okay, what the fuck? I'm going to ask you a question now, Carlisle. How many uh-huh. paragraphs do we have left to go in this? Like a good six. <laughs> and how many down are we? <laughs> like. Four. Let's let's push through. Let's, let's try. All right. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, he just snapped the head uh, off a hamster. Right. If you yep, need to find that, that, that did help. Okay. Yep. The neck bones shattering. Jesus Christ. Hit, uh... Okay, we need to give up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Continue, please. I will try. Oh my God. Okay. Well, this is where it starts to get okay again. I guess. I'm going to read this bit in rapid fire. The neck bones shattering and making Hitler mumble. That was supposed to be a scream. Tears flowed down his face as Sonic squeezed the blood of Shaggy into the hat. He looked over at Hitler. He was sick and twisted, but also kind of sexy. No, he wasn't. No, it wasn't. Is it illegal for us to be hearing this? (laughs) I don't know. Because this this feels like at any moment I'm going to hear a knock at the door and it'll be somehow MI5 will have found out that we've got involved in some kind of weird book club. Um, okay, so I'm just going to tell you now that we're going to stop with this. Because okay. <laughs> at the end of this paragraph... The end of this paragraph... Is illegal. Not the next paragraph, but the happens. end of this paragraph... Andy's breathing the blood on. sperm dead hamster thing gets poured down Hitler's yes, mouth. Yes, that's where I thought so, this was going. Jesus. Right, so this was a fun experiment. <sighs> oh okay. my How god, that was fucked. Why do they buy All right, guys, I'm sorry that I said people? I want to go for the Hitler thing. Because <laughs> clearly... Well, I thought it would be alright. There's yeah. a paragraph long one which was Sonic and Spongebob. Can you just read us that paragraph? Yeah, because, like gonna, that, here's what I'm, I'm going to do. Because the I just want to hear nice things. <laughs> we're going to read the last. We're going to read the last line and the last paragraph of this because it's it's the least fucked bit. Okay. Hitler thought he was going to want sex, but he was so caring and just spooned him until they fell asleep. 
This, this is a huge change in tone from what we just what had. The tonal, the tonal shifts in this story are oh. just bizarre. Those following five paragraphs are quite a roller coaster, apparently. Yeah. They're, they're, God, that's so fucked. Hitler woke up to find Sonic with the hamster's body and head in his mouth, chewing violently. Bones snapping and crunching what? under his teeth. I said this was the sweetest paragraph. He had blood dripping from his chin. He crawled over to Hitler and he licked it off from Sonic. Sonic grinned as though Hitler read his thoughts and he finished eating. And every month, Sonic and Hitler buy a hamster. Okay, that's the end of the As I suspected, Sonic is still the bad guy in a story with two of the central characters are Sonic and then Hitler. And the, other, and the third central character is a cum-soaked dead hamster. And blood. Don't forget the blood. Yeah, oh, well, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, it's his that own blood. Horrible. Fuck my life. Oh, I feel really sick. <laughs> okay, so this, <laughs> this Spongebob yeah, one better be like please. sunshine right, and puppy dogs. It's definitely not. Sonic was running like the hedgehog he was and was stopped by a hug yellow spitch on the floor. He looked down and said, wow, what's a sponge doing at the bottom of the bikin? Oh, the no. sponge stood up and... <laughs> <laughs> the sponge so stood up and reacted harshly. Bitch, you make fun of me, I will sue your ass to the police. <laughs> I mean, hang on. I will sue your ass to the police. I think so, because what it actually says, if I read it phonetically, was, Bick, you mac fun of me, I will sue your ass to the police. <laughs> <laughs> this one's better. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Well, about- Sonic grew a <laughs> Sonic grew a strong blue boner. Why does he always lose everyone wanting to see this guy's cock? Why is Sonic a horny ah! little boy? Always. <laughs> and why is he horny about someone suing him? He's like, I'm gonna sue you. I'll sue this. Sue I'm dicking you. Jesus! Sonic, Sonic grew a strong blue boner. <laughs> word I can't see. Coming off as he spike as he speaks. I wish you could fuck me in the urban alley, Sponge Bitch replied. <laughs> the urban alley. Don't even wish someone could fuck you in the urban alley. Yeah, I could also screw you in the bathtub with toast. <laughs> Sonic meant down. To be fair, I cut out like 90% of the fucking material from the Hitler one. That one, because it was just too much. Sonic bent down, waiting for the roller to eject him in the spinge blink, fucked him in the Asian eye. But. And they both got HIV and then AIDS and then died while fucking in the shower. Thin. Like it's an art film. Oh my god. So that's so much nicer. Even though that's called Sonic and and SpongeBob's Great Big Journey. Even though in this one they have more casualties. (laughs) It's it's 133 words long. (laughs) And not a single one of them wasted. (laughs) Not a single one of them was dunking a hamster. (laughs) God. Okay. I needed that. Like, I needed just, I just kind of like a cleanse, like of just nonsense yeah, yeah. words and deaths and showers. <laughs> I think the fact that it was so poorly written helped it not be quite as atrocious. 
Because if you take the content of that, it's still pretty horrifying. <laughs> but yeah. because they can't spell bitch properly, I think it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not okay, but it feels yeah. like it's okay. Um, you, oh if you want, God. if you want things that aren't written very well, should we do the Star Wars one? Yeah. Oh, yes, it's the one that went through Translate five, six times, Well, I can right? only assume so, because that's how it reads, because it reads like <laughs> fucking nonsense. Uh, so, ch- <laughs> chapter one, the negotiation were short. Cast, Master Qui-Gon Jinn as King Nigel Acorn. That should probably be the other way around. Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi as, child, as Charles, brackets, young. Uh, Queen Amidala as Rosemary. So, uh, as our resident um, Sonic researcher, do you want to look up what those, who those characters are? Okay. <laughs> or oh, man. Anyone just to see how King it is? King Nigel Acorn looks fucking cool. He, he looks like a, I mean, I'd He's say he looks less... Is he a good stand-in for Qui-Gon Jinn? Uh, no, not really, but I'm willing to let it pass. He looks a bit like a sort of... Um, he feels like a very English colonel, <laughs> if that makes any sense to you. <laughs> Um, he looked like someone that would be called Nigel Acorn. Uh, Charlie the Hedgehog is sort of a Harry Potter looking guy uh, who's wearing a shirt with pens in it, so I think he's a nerd as well. Andy, there you are for reference. I, uh, oh, he's weird looking. Yeah, yeah. Don't, like don't like him. And who's the other one? Rosemary. I think Rosemary. We, I think we searched for Rosemary before, maybe. Rosemary, Sonic the Hedgehog. This okay. dead air is yeah, it's dead air, but, you know, Rosemary Powell. Oh, okay. Rosemary looks like she's got a little bit of attitude. Like, she's oh, kind of... she looks of, like a lawyer, though. Yeah. I, I, she looks very harsh to the point where I'm kind of like, oh, I, I wouldn't mind being judged by her. There we go. Oh, yeah, that's Tails' mum. <laughs> yeah. We did look up her before yeah. we talked about this her. This is Tails' mum. That was such a yeah. weird sentence. <laughs> I've got... She looks harsh I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be I honest, Carlisle. Myself, I, I wouldn't mind being judged yeah, by I, her. Yeah, I have a very specific type when it comes to ladies <laughs> And, uh, yeah. If, if they All tr- these characters' mums. Honestly, man. Uh, so, is that our Sonic Mother? That, should that just be a recurring segment on this show? It's just Sonic, mom, Sonic mom, Mothers, mom. we'd like to fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think it's a case of you wouldn't even get to fuck her, she would fuck you. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> She's stepping it. Okay. Is there is there a Mister Tails on the scene? <laughs> Actually, there is. Uh, Amadeus. Amadeus. Oh, oh my no, god, yeah, he's terrifying. Yeah, he's got one eye. Off. What? Yeah, this, his name is Amadeus. If, if I think there's guy's... never been a fictional character called Amadeus yeah, that is a pushover. No, she's not. Yeah, she's not leaving that guy. Wow. <laughs> no, he's got an eye patch and a sword. And if she does, then I'm marrying that yeah. guy. And... Oh, he's he's ten years older than her. Oh, okay. And he's got <laughs> one hell of a member, I imagine. <laughs> if we're playing into the Sonic uh, fan fiction stuff here, okay, so. We've got right. Tails' so, mum as Queen... No, wait, hang on. It's not that, is it? It's the characters as... <laughs> well, the, the the actual what's happening in the story is the Sonic characters are playing the Star Wars characters. Oh, okay. He's just written it wrong. He's written it the wrong way. I'm going to... Okay, in my head, I'm going to see Natalie Portman as Amidala, <laughs> as uh, <laughs> Tails' mum, Rosemary. So I'm going to I'm going to do it that way around. Okay. So I've gone okay. deep into this again. Can I just say something here? <laughs> yeah, Amadeus's brother 
It's called Merlin Prower, and he's a legit wizard. <laughs> and still a fun Sonic man. It's so strange. Um, time period, present, mm. location, Naboo, sector, mid-rim region, year 32 BBY before the Clone War. <laughs> okay. BBY is before all... the Battle of Yavin, which is in the first Star Wars, if anyone's wondering. Okay, this I just is... thought it was for, short for baby. <laughs> this is one sentence. A Republic cruise known as the Radiant Eight is just coming out of the main hyperspace heading toward the planet Naboo when the planet is in terrible danger when the Trade Federation blockade have made an illegal move that surround the planet when Queen Amidala quick said to Supreme Chancellor Finis Valorum, the leader of the Galactic Senate since he got elected many years ago, when he got an urgent message on Naboo when he secretly joined with them to make a negotiation with the Trade Federation named Newt Gunray along with his companions when Radiant Radiant 8 is heading towards the planet Naboo and see that planet got few blockade who happen to be a control ship and that the blockade is semi-toward to make a circle with a large ball centre that's attached on them. How is it that I'm more offended by that than I was by their Hitler thing? <laughs> this is why I don't get Star Wars. It's all a load of stuff. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the problem with... Star Wars. Star Wars is just stuff, isn't it? Yeah, like, but usually there's punctuation. Kids all love Star Wars. <laughs> but even with punctuation, I have no idea what any of this is fucking that, talking that about. That is Look, pretty a... much what happens at the start of the episode. Yeah, yeah, and to be fair, I'm a big fan of Newt Gunray. And, um, this is literally just a, like a frame-by-frame frame And I feel like if of Newt that. Gunray was being played by, say, Amadeus Prower, we'd have a real... Great story on our hands here. Which one's Newt Gunray? Is he the uh, stereotype? Or... Yeah, one yep. of them. Okay. He's one yeah. of the two of them. Yeah. Remember, remember, there are two different stereotypes in that movie, both of them well, equally offensive. There's more than that. There's about four. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I've just remembered Watto. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Sebulba, I think, is something to do with Saudi Arabians, but I don't know if that's true or not. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Inside the Radiant 8, Captain Maui Madakal with her co-pilot Antidar Williams Those along with words. <laughs> Ambassador are they steady and fly the ship right to the blockade under co-order from the Supreme Chancellor on the Republic when one of the ambassadors said to the captain of the ship in Am I the only one who's finding this unlistenable? <laughs> <laughs> like, hang on. Yep. The thing is... I thought this was a. This is not Sonic crossover. This is this what? is the characters are being portrayed by the Sonic characters, right? Yeah, stories the same. That's literally the only difference. That's but, like episode one, but just imagine Sonic characters on in your own head. But yeah, I would say that that is less engaging than either Sonic on its own or episode one on its own, which is pretty damning to say the least. Yeah. When one of the ambassadors said to the captain of the chip in calm and emotional voice, not sure how they pulled that off, but they did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a contradiction in terms. Captain, said the ambassador in calm and wise. Yes, sir, said Captain Maui, who quickly looked at the ambassador behind her shoulder. <laughs> Tell- <laughs> Just looked in one spot behind her shoulder, quickly. I like to imagine head like an owl. <laughs> tell, tell them we're reach aboard at once, said a man. 
Captain Maui understand the protocol mission. No, this is a direct order from the Chancellor who dispatched Ambassador when she pressed down on the control panel to make a direct connect to the Trade Federation and revealed a screen. It was a male Nymoidian, and his name is Viceroy Newt Gunray, the leader of the Trade Federation, when Captain Maui said to him, With all respected, she said to him on the monitor screen that she understand her role and the mission as well. I don't understand her role nor the mission. I've seen the film this is based on and I still don't understand it. Yeah. The ambassador from the Supreme Chancellor wished to board immediately. Yes, of course, said Nymoidium name Viceroy Gunroy, who agree on their arrival from his sudden pride and pleased to see them. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Like, As you like, know. Did this... I have a stroke like 10 minutes ago and this is the outcome? All this happened is a ship is about to board somewhere. That's all we know. Don't you That's love all this that spoils, bit in the beginning of The Phantom Menace where the bad guys just admit they're the bad guys straight away? Because the next line is, As you know, the blockade is perfectly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be happy to receive the ambassadors. <laughs> Once Newt is pound to see them, when the monitor screen switch off from the main control room, leaving Captain Maui and her co-pilot, Captain Antidar, as well. Knowing this mission from what the Chancellor said to them while ago, since that what happened on Naboo since Queen Amidala when one of their own Senate is relying on them, hoping his planet will be free from the clenches of the Trade Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Have we even got to any of the characters that are played by Sonic? No, not yet. Knowing the risk have yet to come on them, as well as the people of Naboo and other species called Gungan as well. That the planet was once a pound Gungan before the human colonies (laughs) comes along and makes settle on their own home planet before they'd agree to join with the Republic. Since then, not the Gungan for the time being. There is such a thing as too much exposition. <laughs> Genuinely, I think this is why I'm not a fan of Star Wars because this is kind of what I hear when anyone explains Star Wars to me. But yeah, my flatmate was just watching videos about Game of Thrones earlier, and I don't watch Game of Thrones, <laughs> and that's what it basically sounded like this to me. It's just, uh, it's just a lot of words. Like, it's not yep. any fantasy thing though. If you don't know what it is, it just then sounds like nonsense. Yes. Yeah. And this is it. like the thing is, I've seen Star Wars. Like, I've seen all of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. But I don't understand it <laughs> is this not helping no like I, well, I, 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 when I say I don't understand I, know, I can watch a film and go oh yeah I can see you know um, what happens yeah, in it but like I don't understand like when somebody's like oh yeah, this, is a, this is a Vasco Balaban who? I'm pretty sure he's a goalkeeper for Aston Villa at one point yeah I was going to say he's not ringing any bells in terms of the Star Wars universe but, but yeah you know, it's like oh this is what that is and I'm like I don't know mm. what that means like oh yeah if you read all the like when you get introduced to Poggle the Lesser, you don't understand what his role is in the grand scheme. <laughs> no, thing. like fucking love Poggle the Lesser. What a reference, mate! That was that was one of my favourite stuff. Why don't you made friends? <laughs> Good work. I literally <laughs> there like I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, there's Porgs. Is he a Porg? I like how I like <laughs> how all, all your references come from the most recent thing. <laughs> oh, apart from Solo, of course. Solo is Poggle the Lesser is the leader of the Genosians. Yeah. Of course he is. He was instrumental yeah. in uh, the development the of the Death Star, by the way. Yeah, wow. Was, yeah. Well, actually, you might like this next bit coming up then, because this, this story has a bizarre focus on plumbing. <laughs> 
Uh, once the Radiant 7, 8, sorry, is heading towards the blockade that surrounded the planet, the ship is heading toward the main docking bay when the ship is touching down from the main hangar bay when the exhaustion pipe comes from the main pipe when four land pad touch on the floor to let the cool down for a bit. When the main... <laughs> <laughs> When the main hatch is open, and still the main exhaustion pipes come out from the local stream and reveal two ambassadors walk out. Every time, by the way, the word ambassador comes up, it's done in inverted commas. As if they're not real ambassadors. (laughs) Walk out from the Republic cruise with their two different shade of brown cloak Ah, and sword, doesn't it? That's the thing, is that they're not ambassadors. That's actually... Yeah. I, that, I mean, it's signposting it, but it, it is technically <laughs> correct because, of course, we know that they are Jedi rather than ambassadors. Yes, they're on an ambassadorial mission, but their primary function is not as ambassadors. It's a sort of a, a NATO peace force type thing. Mm. Good work. Uh, as an aside, while you were doing that, I was searching what a Genosian was because I had no idea. <laughs> And I'm looking lads. at pictures of them in a Star Wars film, uh-huh. and I do not remember them being in it. Uh, you, it's Attack They're of the Clones. Largely in the second film. Oh, that one, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Attack and of the Clones. That looks like the Colosseum. Is, uh, that final uh, act is set on Geonosis. The best act of the prequels, yeah. I remember yeah. that, but... It's their Colosseum. It's their planet. Yeah. Uh, you'll remember that at one point, uh, Anakin fights a reek. Yeah, 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 my favourites. You know, I think an Ackle is also he's got present. no penis and yeah, oh, and um, Game of Thrones. That's a good Game of Thrones week. It's the lion one, right? Yeah, and it was a, like, oh, yeah, a big a cat because the reek is the rhino. The Ackle is the sort of praying mantis Bugged, type yeah. thing, and then there's a lion which I know Nexu. Nexu. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. In my head, I'm now 12 <laughs> years old. Again. Would it be amazing <laughs> if in that scene? Mm. Uh, they're like, oh, three greatest monsters, and the door opens, and out comes Jar Jar and Ewok and a porg. <laughs> well, they, like they predict the porg. <laughs> they, have to just, yes. they have to just punt a porg out of the stadium. That's my like, ideal. <laughs> my, <laughs> my ideal episode nine now can only be if it ends up being a Sonic crossover at some point. Has anyone ever punted a porg in the Star Wars universe? I mean, they've, they've only appeared punted. once and you saw the film in which they were in and no, that didn't happen. I didn't know if a Chewie There's did a deleted it. scene where Chewie punts the one that judges him for eating a chicken. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, like they, you've been put in your place, haven't you? They look like um, they look American <laughs> football size, don't they, really? Uh, maybe even smaller so than they're, that. They're probably, yeah, good, smaller. they're probably good for punting. Like if you wanted to put anything in the Star Wars universe, one thing that... first because they deserve it. Yeah, sure. And then probably a pork. Okay, what I would say is the one thing that we've discovered from tonight is obviously that Hitler was the good guy in that story, but <laughs> yeah. but also yeah. that myself and Rory could clearly do a podcast talking about deep cut Star Wars characters <laughs> and quite happily do that for I think a hundred episodes as could we absolutely would, I know would your podcast them. be what's happening here where just one of you will name one and the other one will go I know that one as well <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it wouldn't be satisfying oh, yeah. from a listener's We're point so of good. view but then again <laughs> when has anything been satisfying hey. from a listener's point of view you know Cade Life. Cade's my favourite life skills Star Wars reference shut up <laughs> sometimes I'm racking my brains for Cade now is he in nobody Rebels? Nobody knows Cade. Cade is my favourite and nobody knows Cade. Is he in Rebels? She. Is she in no. Rebels? No, she's in... Is she's she in Clone Wars? Cool. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is my favourite sentence because it's just so redundant. I'm TC14 at your service, said a droid named TC14 with feminine voice who greet those ambassadors for coming in. (laughs) The droid escort them toward the main chamber room when the ambassadors, in inverted commas, follow the droid for their welcome guest on board when TC14 is heading toward the main quarter with six seat on each others of the room with the main views to see the planet Naboo and the stars as well. Hey, nice. Yeah. It will be an honor to see you, ambassadors, TC-14 said to them, while two-cloak figure is entering the room. Make your comfortable here. My master will be with you shortly. TC- <laughs> I'm currently Googling TC-14. That's just C-3PO. Yeah. Right. It's just silver. Just call it C3PO. There's no need for different names. How are we spelling Cade, Rory? <laughs> Sorry, I got it wrong. I, I, I just realised I got the name wrong. It's Cabe. Cabe. Like K and a B. <laughs> Why does this look like he's he got a He looks like he's got a gigantic penis. She? No, there. sorry, I'm I'm looking at TC14 here, oh, yeah. and it's also, carrying uh, it's carrying the drinks tray. <laughs> Why does it look like a butt plug? <laughs> it's positioned in a way where it looks like it's either carrying its own erection, or it's got a gigantic butt oh. plug. Oh, I How know. Do you cave? position okay. something to make it look like it's carrying sh- its own I erection? I will show you. Um, <laughs> Facebook, come on. This is important. This is is important, right? This story is clearly a bit boring and nonsense, so I'm I'm just going to skip ahead to (laughs) the final line. My favorite. I'm going to skip ahead to my. The only other bit that kind of just. uh, Did you actually send the photo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hang on. Uh, (laughs) This is a very professional podcast. Uh, People listen to this and expect it to go off the rails whenever we're on it. All right, well, I've been proven wrong because yeah, it looks like he's carrying his own erection on a tray made specifically yeah, for it. and he's not wrong here. It looks like a butt plug as well. The first story, I think, broke us. I think what happened is you gave us a story that actually broke us. Yeah. To the yeah. point where My mind now, we is don't know currently decomposing at a rate of knots. I don't know how to... Co- I don't know how to deal with life anymore. Like, I'm done. Like, I have to write, just write me off because yeah. I don't think I need to hear anything in case anything... And now, all I can, gentlemen, tune in for our sister podcast, content presumably after dark, where we finish the first story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to read this bit because it's got a really funny line in, and then we'll do something else. Sorry, TC quickly apologized to them when a small hiss sound that's coming from a small vent hole and release some kind of gas from the small ventilation. Dioxys, Nigel quickly said to his student, (laughs) and quickly deactivates their lightsaber and use an ancient Jedi technique to hold their breath without breathing that's, that's how it works I was that's, like the fact that that's the idea film, of holding your breath I guess is it, yeah. is it in Phantom Menace where they use the Jedi speed run but never yeah. use it yeah. again just after yeah. that yeah. at the beginning yeah. I thought so. so Yeah, that's just the worst writing ever just trying to recreate the first scene of the Phantom Menace yeah I mean you might, for well, some you might reason... as well have just taken the novelization and then put the one yeah. Nigel on it you know, like, yeah. that's... like highlight find Anakin <laughs> change oh no Anakin's not in there but you get what I'm saying like it's yeah. it's very easy to do uh, we could either start reading that Celebrity Jeopardy one we've started talking about Star Wars now I have got the Star Wars joke book if we wanted to do some of that 
Any thoughts, or we could just call it that. <laughs> you know, I'm up for a Star Wars joke. That'll bring us, like, Let's, let's, let's end us on a couple of Star Wars jokes. Okay, so... For and if only me and Rory them. laugh, then uh, we'll know they really are well, Star Wars jokes. Listening to this podcast, I've gotten so angry about your lack of knowledge of Star Wars. <laughs> and I've told you this, and I know that's an unreasonable thing yeah. to be angry about. I know. I'm well aware it's an unreasonable thing, but I get like so, when you didn't know who the rancor keeper was, I was like, "Oh man, come on!" I knew who he was. Everybody knows Malakili, the rancor keeper. <laughs> See, he's not even named in the book. What you I fucking love, nerd. What I love is they don't say his name at any point. No one saw this but me. But Alex's reaction to that was incredible because you looked like you laughed with such pride. <laughs> Very, um, very happy to be alive at this moment. <laughs> so, yeah, people who aren't aware, I came into a possession of a Disney official Star Wars joke book, and it's split up into a stand-up set between various characters, and they're competing to be Jabba's new jester. Um, and we're just gonna, and they, at the end of every set, you get to rate it out of ten. So I'm just going through the book. It's just like a choose your own adventure, except it's all, to find it's all just who stand-up. is the best. <laughs> So let this is Lando's set. Did you hear the one about Cloud City? No. Never mind. It'd be over your head. Oh, this guy. <laughs> he's a he's a real uh, Seinfeld type comedian, I feel. <laughs> I read this great book about anti gravity engineering, but I couldn't put it down. I like how you're adding a lot of smooth look to these. Yeah, yeah. you're clearly <laughs> aping on Lando there, but I like it. Why couldn't he put Which, it down? <laughs> Which side of Chewbacca is the hairiest? The outside. I thought he was going to end with his undercarriage. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's Lando's three jokes out of ten. What do we think, boys? Three. They were pretty poor jokes. Like two, three maximum. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking two. Take that, Lando. It's about to. Um, next up, we got. Dr. Everzan. Oh, Go yeah. on, right. tell us all about <laughs> Dr. Everzan. He doesn't like yeah. you, guy. Him and Ponda Baba, they, they make a great How do you know his out. name? Everybody knows Dr. Everzan. No one knows he's his fucking name. Death, he's got a death warrant and 12 systems. Yeah, mm. I know he's got a 12, death warrant and 12 <laughs> systems. What sort of amateur do you think I am? But I, I didn't know he was a doctor. He doesn't come across <laughs> as a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, I think what his story is he did like some dodgy surgeries or something like that. He's a doctor in the same way that Dr. Mengele was a he, doctor. He created, <laughs> didn't he create in Solo, there's the Trey women, and he created them. Uh, Am I right? Like, do you know what I mean? Possibly. Ah, yes, yeah. okay. And uh, yeah. the thing is, he was then featured in Rogue One, um, because of course he was. Uh, but yes, I think you might be right, is that he's genetic, not genetically manipulated, but he's... Um, He's fucked around with science, basically, and yes. created these women who are trays. Cool. No best that's, that's an amount of backstory for a character that didn't need any. <laughs> yeah, Welcome but, to Star Wars. Yeah. 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 It's, it's kind of like the Sonic universe. <laughs> I used to be a dentist. You know, search your fillings. You know it to be true. Oh, uh, <laughs> me. Right, one. One already. I got that line from Darth Vader, actually. He used to come for checkups at the breath. Star? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> no, no. Oh, what, if, what if he just has a surgery, like a dentist surgery? Called the, called the breast star. star. And this is the not, these, these are not jokes. No, this is just true. He's telling you ta- tales of his life. Like, if you just genuinely search your feelings, you'll find it to be true. Because, like, a little, um, 
fortune cookie note inside it. How annoying would that be? Imagine getting a filling and finding out that they were just waiting for it to break so you could get the fucking fortune hidden inside of it. A fortune tooth, essentially. He's a bit of a nervous patient, though. I used to call him Panicking Skywalker. Fuck you. So he knew his true identity. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this guy and nobody else. Because he had to sign his documents with, like, his real name. Who, like, Dr. Emerson? He said, like, you can't put Darth Vader down. We need oh, your, right. we need your real Skywalker. name. And he's like, yeah. it's, it's Anakin Skywalker. He's like, oh, like Luke. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going for a one. What do we think? Going, yeah, one. I'm going for zero. I don't like him. I'm going to give he's him a, a ten. Uh, he doesn't like you either. Ah. Should we do? Should we finish on what is hopefully <laughs> going to be? Like you knew. <laughs> I give Rory a ten. On what is hopefully going to be a high note with Admiral Akbar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone is just, it's a trap, it's a trap, it's a trap. If he doesn't, not even. If he doesn't say anything about magnitude, I'm not interested. He's like, I went to the toilet, it's a crap! <laughs> I tried where flying, the, it's a flap! These, these, uh, where does the Emperor keep his armies? And his sleeveys? In his sleeveys is the correct Fuck answer. Fuck you, Akbar! You sold to... out. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Akbar I know. <laughs> not my hashtag. Not my Akbar. Hashtag not my Akbar at all. He's making a joke about a man that kept him enslaved. He was, <laughs> he was the emperor's slave. He's brave. The admiral, Admiral Akbar, was the emperor's slave. Yeah. When? Before he was an admiral. Hmm. Well, I figured that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he joined the rebellion. He was okay. rescued by the rebellion and joined them. Did you hear about the red starship that crashed into the blue starship? The crews were marooned. Oh, Kill me now. Fucking hell. <laughs> like, genuinely, just end it. <laughs> There's one more. Here we go. Why did Luke ride his tauntaun to Echo Base? It's great that they all know each other. Like, that's the nice thing. <laughs> that they all yeah. know each other. Um... I don't know. Why did Luke ride his tauntaun to Echo Base? Because he had nobody to go with. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been too heavy to carry it. Boo! <laughs> I think we all just experienced what is known as audio tumbleweed. <laughs> That's, those are, so I've read a lot of these at this point now, because I've done this on the, like, the past four episodes of this. <laughs> Th- those were the worst three sets of the entire yeah, book, <laughs> just all together. Like, wow. Those were real bad. I was expecting better from Mr. Akbar. I'm giving him a one. I'm giving him a one as well. I'm giving him a two, because it was better than Dr. Everzan's. That is technically true, but I did rate Everzan as zero. So yeah. that, <laughs> and I think he was worse than that. Can you go negative? I did want I, to I for Everzan. I definitely can't go negative. I've asked this, have to I've asked this question on many podcasts of yours, Carlisle. Can my scores go <laughs> negative? I think we're averaging out around a one, so I'm going to put one. So that's a one. That's a two, a one, and a one in a row. So God, what a update what a that content, presumably Wikipedia guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're about halfway through the book now, a bit less. Wow! So many episodes yet to come. <laughs> I um, I feel drained. Like I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Man. I laughed too much and also hated the first story, but loved it. Guys, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I'm so <laughs> about sorry. About just a lot of things that have happened today. I was the one who really pushed for the Hitler thing, and I regret it. 
I should have read more of what the story was like. Yeah. I, I mean, I, if I had, I probably yeah. still would have read it. Like, I think some of the onus has to be on you on that one, but I won't yeah. let you take full responsibility. I, I, I think that, that, thanks, man. that had to get out there. That. that story has to be out there. We need to accept I, that. Mm. We just <laughs> suffered for it. Yeah, and we need to know never to go back. We're doing the Lord's We're work. Jack Reacher, never go back. And for Ugh, being God, that's your someone willing to take some of the... Uh... <laughs> Let me tell you about Jack Reacher and his hands like spades. <laughs> for willing to be someone to share the blame with me. Uh, Alex, I'll let you plug your podcast first. Okay, uh, we do a podcast called Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. People have listened to it. Um, it's about movies and TV mainly, <laughs> but not very much about TV and actually mostly about movies. Now sometimes about games. But it's me talking about games, so it's very informative. Everyone loves the and gaming. Not moves. at all bullshit that I find three minutes before, <laughs> sometimes after we start recording. Uh, it's my only source of gaming news. That's where I get my. Gaming oh, this news is from. bullshit! This is the second person who said this in a week after I maintained <laughs> that no one gets their gaming news exclusively from my podcast. Not my podcast, our podcast. Sorry, Andy. Um, okay, yeah. So it's uh, at Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. Uh, not. Oh, hang on, wait. No, that's a lie. At no, Dinosaur, at Dinosaur Man, Man 15. 15. Jesus, everyone else <laughs> does the plugs better than I do it for our own show on Twitter. But everyone else, it's Dinosaur Man Nerdcast, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Buzzsprout, all the places. Listen to us talk about movies and stuff. It's consistently funny. I really enjoy it. I recommend it. I uh, can the... we use you as a poster quote, by the way? Because <laughs> uh, consistently funny would really do wonders for us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that in this sort of podcasting climate where everyone's got one now, it genuinely is a brag to open with other people have listened to it. <laughs> yeah, they have. <laughs> I've got the proof. Uh, I know guys in <laughs> Singapore listening to this shit. Hell yeah. Shout out to you Singapore guys. If any of you tr- carry on over to this. Yeah. Out of the staunch support we'll, that I'm sure we'll you bring them over. The we'll tell ones. them that we've been on this. We'll be like, do you want to hear us? cringe at what Hitler does well what he doesn't do to stop the <laughs> torture saying, of an animal Hitler is the least cringeworthy yeah. part of that story but Hitler was an accomplice Let's Hitler's the that. survivor in that story <laughs> yeah this is getting a little realize, bit too ropey I didn't realise the words that I was saying until they came out of my mouth <laughs> and it just sort of happened oh boy okay uh, yeah so that, that's where you can find Andy and Alex we were also joined today by Rory Rory do you want to tell the people about yourself yeah uh, hello I'm Rory uh, I have a podcast I don't think anyone's listened to it uh, it's called Dog Care Presents <laughs> I listen to it uh, uh, I try and teach people about things uh, sometimes Carlisle fills in for me and does that instead um, but yeah I get a guest on teach people about things it's uh, educational in a way, in other ways, it's not. And you can find that at. Realise they just lie to you every now, every fourth episode. They just give a fictitious report that's been entirely invented, and they don't tell you which ones. Are I true. mean, not intentionally, but that does happen. <laughs> when I appear on it, I am going to do that. <laughs> so, uh, fine, me if. and Charlie. All right, go fine. We'll play it cool. Soon. If I appear on it. <laughs> Me and Charlie are going to go on at some point soon, and one of Charlie's ideas was to present me, but just make everything up. (laughs) I would have believed it, though. (laughs) I know so little about you, but also so so much about you, that anything that is said about you at this point, I feel like I'd be like, that's kind of... 
half true after what we've been through together today mm. we're, we're kind of like brothers in arms we're now, blood brothers now. <laughs> yeah and we can never speak about what happened here today <laughs> there's now a monthly meeting where we have to sit down and just discuss what this is a I, I know what you did last summer scenario <laughs> in one year's time we will all get a message on our respective twitter accounts <laughs> Saying, I know what you podcasted about exactly one year ago. <laughs> and then each of us will wind up dead. And some uh, reason, so will Johnny Galecki. <laughs> that is a deep cut for I Know What You Did Last Summer. And I appreciated it. No one else will ever will. Can I finish but, my plug? Yeah, oh, sorry, Rory. <laughs> I appreciate sure you did this to him last time as well. <laughs> You can find out wherever you find podcasts. Doghair One Word presents also on Twitter at Doghair Network and Rory M. Spence. And you can find more information about this show at C Presumably on Twitter. Uh, If you search content presumably on Facebook, you might find it because this is a podcast that's impossible to find online because I gave it a very (laughs) just sort of ambiguous name. Two words. Yeah. Two words that come up a lot. Um. But thank you so much for listening to this. And also, sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're all sorry. This is the apology special. (laughs) This is the apology bit of the podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 I didn't know how I was supposed to do it. (laughs) That was... That was a... That was a thing. 